don't. You don't. I'll clip it. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. And we're back. <laughs> Go. <laughs> you got to do your clock. We got to do it No, we don't have to do it over. It's okay. It's okay. Mm. We don't have to do it over. All right. We're going to have to edit this part. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. This is what it looks like in real life. <laughs> No, it doesn't. Because they would have <laughs> blew a gasket, oh, left the room, nigga, I'm said you're trying to sabotage us, you're not taking it serious. You. Oh, oh, so you just <laughs> forgot to hit record again. You see the boys recording. Why is not the computer and recording? And there been all kinds of drama. So, no, this is not real life. Thank God the cameras are on. It is real life. Look. <laughs> Welcome to Divine Purpose Podcast with your host, Daniel and Patrice Myers. In this podcast, you will be introduced to the three C's. Comedy, conversations, and community. Join the discussion with fellow entrepreneurs, community activists. With our major focus on the beauty of family in our community. Episodes drop every Tuesday. Whether inspirational or ratchet, all conversations have a divine, divine purpose. purpose. <laughs> so do I say corny or do you say corny? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you wrote it. <laughs> so to, uh, I guess what we're going to have to do, put, you got the clips, right? It was something else we wanted to talk about, though. Oh, Blam. Blam. How blam. the fuck can I forget? Blam. Yes. Black Love and Marriage, Blam, a Yeezy and a Yana Ma'at came into D.C., this weekend showed up and showed out. Showed out. We had such a good time. It was a real good time. It was a real good time. What did we do? Saturday, we had a seminar. <laughs> radio is right now. <laughs> oh, what a way to. This, this face belongs on the tissue. And oh, what a way to do. Because I'm the news anchor delivering the news. <laughs> It's a serious man. Loosen up. They're trying to do something right. Loosen up. Something right. Anyway. You got me looking like Ron Burgundy, though. That's what you look like. And according to the news, (laughs) we were at the Blam Court. What did we do? Passing it on to the anchor on the left. Hey, Patrice, how was it over there? We had a great time <laughs> with the Blam Cool family, the Blamly mm. this weekend. They celebrate, uh, they celebrate Black Love and Marriage. That's actually the name. That's what Blam stands for. Yeah. They had me out there doing karaoke. Oh yeah. Oh. She oh, tried. They yeah. had me out there doing singing Jodeci. Yeah. He um did the damn thing. Uh, I haven't heard your singing voice in a while, so that was good to hear. I forgot I could sing, honestly. <laughs> no, for real. I have. I um. I didn't think I could sing no more. That's why I don't sing. Why but you didn't think you could sing no more? I don't know because I haven't done it. It's like if you don't practice something. Hmm, we just had that uh, conversation, didn't we? Practice. Mm. That make. I mean, it makes sense. But um, you did. It was like riding a horse, and you sounded very good. Riding a bike sounds better. Oh, it is a bike. It's definitely right. That was a Janet moment. She just jumped right into my spirit (laughs) (laughs) and stole the bike and said horse. That was Janet. Hey, Janet. (laughs) She's in the building for sure. Mm. 
So yeah, but the Blam Court, they they was that was really good. And I had oh, yeah. a lot of guest speakers. It was a lot of couples there, and and the reason why I think I appreciated it was because it was a lot of couples there. It wasn't about how much money nobody's making. It wasn't about where you are in life. It was literally different couples from all walks of life of all different ages. So you can kind of see like, and come to find out, we are not alone in being divorced and getting back together again. Oh yeah, it was another couple there. It was there. four other couples there. It was four other couples there? It was four there? other couples there that yeah. separated, divorced, and or divorced and got back together. Yeah. So it's like, the reason why I appreciate it is because and they're from all over. They're not just mm-hmm. from D.C., some from Texas, mm-hmm. from Cleveland, mm-hmm. from Florida, mm-hmm. from South Carolina. Mm-hmm. Like it was, and they're, they're living in L.A. They're from here. Mm-hmm. Um, but, man, it was really good, man. We got to actually uh, meet them and talk to them. And I look forward to doing some work with them moving forward. So yeah. look forward to that connection and collaboration. That'll be Divine Purpose and Black Love and Marriage. I think that'll be a dope ass goddamn connection. Yeah, I think it would be good too. Um, the other part that I liked about uh, the Blam Corps uh, was uh, a statement that they said is to focus on the reason why they created the weekend is in order to focus on the positives in reference to the relationship. Right. So it wasn't about men do this, women do that. It was more so like how can you um, improve or give you tips and ideas of, of how to improve your relationship right. as far as communication, as far right. as even sex? What was that young lady's name? Yanni. Yanni. Her tips were so good. All I know is you better get your ass some pop rocks. So good. Yes. You better yes. get your ass some pop rocks. And I'm going to order some other stuff off her website mm. because, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yo, she got, I want that. I want that one. <laughs> I want you to get that one. <laughs> I want you to get that one. Yes, 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 yes. I will. Right. So, um, so go. So, what's next, love? You gonna do the uh, cards? Yeah, we can do. Are we? Um, yeah, we can do the uh, cards. Mm-hmm. This is uh, the perfect date night. Mm-hmm. Tonight's conversations. Card game. A little commercial here. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm gonna give you a card. Mm-hmm. Pick a card. Mm-hmm. Any card. Now you gotta answer it. And you gotta be truthful. Oh, it says your significant other catches a case and is um, going to be locked up for a long time. Would you hold them down or leave? Explain. Mm. Um, it depends on what it's for. Okay. Um, if I didn't agree with you committing a crime in the first place, then you're on your own. Um, if you didn't tell me you were committing a crime and I felt like it was a dumb crime, you're on your own. But if we were in agreement with the crime to be committed, I'm here. If we were in agreement, mm-hmm. I wouldn't. Yeah, I, 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 so you would, mm-hmm. let me get this straight, mm-hmm. you're my woman, right? Mm-hmm. For better or for worse, till death do us part? No. 
I have limitations. What? Yes. So if I got locked up for a long time, you just like, nah, fuck that nigga. I literally, um, when you go back and reread this, you'll hear me when I said, if it was a crime that I didn't agree to you committing and you did it anyway, you're on your own. If I didn't know about the crime, you're, and I found out that it was dumb, you're on your own. What if I didn't want but you to know? But if we sat and discussed, and I was, and it was like, oh, if you're going to do okay, I understand why you got to do that. And it happens, and you get in trouble, then I'm here. So, like, as long as you hit what's happening? No, as long as I agree to the reason why is the most important part. That's the most important part. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if I didn't know, I and I realized... I, I understand. I, so, you like... Hold on, like you living a double life. You just out here. Yeah, like no. I didn't even know all that bullshit yeah. was happening. It's like, wow. hey, Gabby. So you ain't even know all that bullshit was happening. Yeah, it's like, then oh. you on your own. On my own though, you not gonna be like, oh, no, no. We, That's fucking crazy. It's not crazy. Uh, unfortunately, we've been through so much in this uh, relationship. <laughs> no. So as a black man in the United States of America. Mm-hmm. I can get fucking locked up just fucking driving to work one day and a goddamn police officer feels some type of way and say, hey, and it's happened a bunch of times, put something in his car. Hey, we found this in his car. I maintain my innocence. But they say, nope, he had that. He's a goddamn whatever. And you're like, I didn't know that was going on. Fuck you. You're done. That's crazy. That's not what I said, though. That is what you said. No. When you you play this back. You'll hear exactly what I said because I didn't say that. So if I said that to you, but the court finds me guilty, Mm -hmm. where are you at? If if it comes out that it is something where it's like, yeah, this shit is crazy. You were set up. Then I would definitely be there fighting on your behalf to get you out of jail. Damn, bro. Like you just like told me. I don't know exactly what you heard, but I can't wait for you to hear it back because yeah, I don't even understand. Yeah, I get it though. What you, you heard? Here you go. Lord Shut Jesus, I don't mean knowing who I'm talking to sometimes. <laughs> you gotta ask me one. No, you gotta. Oh, okay. Oh, you sh- I shuffled them the last time. Oh, okay, time. I got you. I got you. Yeah. I got you. Got you. Got you. Got you. My bad. Didn't understand the rules of the game. Jeez. I almost don't want to goddamn answer one of these motherfuckers. How'd you get the same one? Because you're stupid ass. Put it back in the <laughs> Damn, we good though. We picked the exact same card. That's why. I should answer the question. Matter of fact, since that's what I picked. Okay. Your significant other. Uh-huh. Nah, I don't want to do that. I yeah. can just, I would honestly say, like, if you was locked up, I definitely would. Whatever the fuck you needed. I don't give a fuck if I didn't know. I don't give a fuck if you was dead ass wrong. I don't give a fuck if you came out. Yeah, you grew up that way. I understand that. That 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 goes right. And the, my response is based off of how I grew up. And your response is based off of how you grew up. What you mean? We both grew. You grew up with the mentality of ride or die. I'm here. I'm putting money on your books. Doesn't matter what it was that you did. Even if it was wrong, I'm here for it. That's how you grew up. So right. I understand your response based off of how you grew up. Okay. The way I grew up is, now, why did you do this? <laughs> Let that me explain more. What, why, why did you think that that was the answer? 
<laughs> so it's the way we grew up. So I understand your um, response. Oh, God. I get it. Okay. What's the first thing you notice? I don't even want to ask you this shit. What's the first thing you notice about the opposite sex? What's the, what's the first thing that I notice about the opposite sex? When you see a man, what's the first thing you notice? That's a great question. Um, posture. Posture. And um, stance. Those, Pos- yeah. I'm really big on that. Um, okay. Uh, posture meaning like, um, I'm not really a fan over. of a dude that talk like this. You know what I'm saying? It's like this. I don't, I'm not a fan of a no I'm saying type nigga. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I ain't a fan of that kind of nigga, right? <laughs> <laughs> a no I'm saying type nigga. That joint. That no I'm saying. That ain't for me. So, uh, that. That's funny as shit. <laughs> you, know, you know. Nah, I know them niggas like be talking Like, the first like... time I seen Wale, like, <laughs> Wale B. I was like, ugh, why well, like, he, why he, why he like this? Like, why like, his shoulders up here? Like, like flower bomb. Oh, that shit was irritating. Vibe, huh? I was a turn off. It's rapper niggas. I didn't like it. He's yeah, that was a turn off. So, um, that, <laughs> and then, um, stance meaning like, you know, like, is he knock kneeded? Is oh, he yeah. slew footed? <laughs> like, how your jeans fit? Like, oh, okay. so posture and, um, stance. Posture. Yeah. Hey, that's a good one. Yeah. I got I I actually purposely try to walk and sit a certain type of way. Like is this because I don't I don't like looking all slumpy. You know what I mean? Yeah, I understand. Frumpy. Like, frumpy, like mm-hmm. frumpy. Like even when I'm even when I start gaining weight, I'm still like, no, you're not gonna kiss me like you motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> look like Carol stage and you be bugging me. Mm-mm. <laughs> nope. I can't look like frumpy like that. I understand. I understand. Yeah. All right. So, you got the clips, love. Okay. That was good. Uh, so. I do like them. That was actually cool. So, would that be our little, I'll be our icebreaker. Yeah, I don't know what happened that night that we were trying to play it at um, Atlanta. And we were trying to be all sexy. And that shit was not. <laughs> that shit went loud. It was like, we was that in a shit, therapy session. No, it was like, what once, would you have told someone who yo, recently died yo, in your me, life that meant something to you? Let me tell this you. story. Let me tell this story. It's like, what is happening We, we here? was in Atlanta, right? We was in Atlanta at this motherfucking hotel. And it was late night. And it, it was a long day, wasn't it? No, it wasn't a long day. We literally, because we got, we got a separate room. Cause the girls were staying with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. we was like, nah, we gonna get it fucking yeah, in tonight. Them motherfuckers, to, yeah. they can have their own room, yeah. but we about to get our own fucking room. We about to get it in. So we go down to the goddamn down. We go down. No, I'm sound like I'm front like We go down to the duck down downstairs. Go downstairs to the um, what them people called? Concierge. Go down to the concierge. And tree say, look, we want to get another room. So we got us another room. We got our separate room. We said we're gonna have it on the same floor. Um, boom, that was cool. So we all were at the end of the hall. We got our own fucking room. They got their own room. They was hanging out with their girlfriends down in Atlanta. And when they came back, they was just going to Uber and all that shit. So we was like, fuck it. Y'all do what y'all do. Y'all grown. We in the motherfucking, we got our own room. We go out to eat, um, come back. And we say, man, let's play this goddamn perfect date night. And we was feeling all saucy and stuff. 
we I was remember like, I was taking, really like, I was taking pictures. Oh yeah, of I had a whole shit. little photo shoot. So yeah, was I gave like, you that photo shoot. We gonna spice it up with some questions. <laughs> and that joint was like, <laughs> when is the last time you told yourself you loved yourself? <laughs> what? So we answered the first one. <laughs> then the next one was like, if oh. you could talk to a person that you love that passed away. Yeah, what would, what would be that something that you would ask? Like and then it was like, and then so we tried to get with that one, and we plucked another one, and then we just looked at each other and was like, ah, I don't think this. I don't think this is a therapy session today. I don't think this is what it is. This is not the mood. <laughs> get back to taking these photos, man. But yeah, so we got uh interview from on Million Dollars Worth of Game. Yes, Swiss Beats. Um, and Alicia Keys. This is the first time I've actually seen them do an interview together. I could be wrong, mm-hmm. but I never seen them do an interview together. I thought the interview was pretty. Uh, oh yeah, pretty I, I haven't seen them do one. Doesn't mean that they haven't. No, that's but, what I'm saying. Yeah, I definitely I haven't. As far as I know. Yeah. But I, I thought it was, you know I, I they were on because Alicia Keys just did Drink Champ. Mm-hmm. And now they're on Million Dollars Worth of Game mm-hmm. with the both of them. Okay, I'm about to play the clip. Um, what's the preference of this clip? Was uh, what you chose this clip because? I honestly I like the way they spoke about each other. Mm-hmm. It was very it was very like noble the way they revere each other. I thought it was I thought I saw him revere her, and I saw her revere him, and I saw you know, okay. The reason that I think it's um, impactful, that interview, is because, like, there is a notion that the man is supposed to be here and you find yourself a woman that, you know, should submit. And and, and I understand submission. Mm-hmm. You find a woman that's supposed to... Uh, Really, you're the breadwinner, and you take care of the woman, and the woman stays here, takes care of the house. Mm-hmm. But what happens when you find your equal? What happens mm-hmm. when you find a woman that's standing on her own mm-hmm. can hold her own? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with that type of woman? Mm-hmm. How do you deal with a woman that's not mm-hmm. quote unquote beneath you, mm-hmm. but a woman that is your equal? Now we have to work in partnership, mm-hmm. and when you work in partnership. Especially like like let's look at business mm-hmm. and and you know family is business. Mm-hmm. Truthfully, when you really look at it at the at the core. Mm-hmm. So if we if you're in business partnership, mm-hmm. you and your partner are equals. Mm-hmm. Especially if it's a 50-50 partnership mm-hmm. or whatever the case, your partners. Mm-hmm. So being partners, I can't say nah, nigga, it's my way. Right. Mm-hmm. It's my way mm-hmm. because. When you meet your equal, she's just as she's just as smart, brilliant, talented as you are. Okay. And you don't see that promoted a lot of times. Okay. So I really thought it was because um, they were considered like a power couple. They're considered like a power couple. Okay. But I never really even looked at them like that because I don't know. I just never. I never personally did. But they are. I mean, they are. But they are. But I'm. But I'm saying. Yeah, I, I never really cared. To, I never really would have. Um, never mentioned. Actually, I don't mention none of the celebrities like yeah, that right. in reference to um idols or people yes. to look up to or anything. 
Um, but uh, honestly, part of the reason why I never follow Swiss Beats, uh, Swiss Beats, and um, Alicia Keys's relationship is because of the way people said it started. Mm-hmm. And based off of the way that people said it started, I always felt like um, it was just something messy that I didn't want to entertain. Yeah, no, you talking, you talking about the fact that uh, you're talking about how they started? Mm-hmm. Everybody starts in a different way, though. Like, I'm not really tripping off that. No, I don't think that that's, I don't think that's fair to say and not trip off of that. I don't. I don't. That's why I didn't, uh, because um, that storyline uh, hit home for me. And um, I didn't, so I didn't care to look into anything that their relationship had going on. Right. But at the same time, you don't know the situation between him and his ex. That could have been a different situation where, I mean, we don't know. That's why I don't get into. Yeah, that's why I said I didn't dish. follow it. Everybody's story is different. So that hits home for you because you felt a certain way. Well, somebody else might say I was in a situation that I felt like I was trapped in and I found the love of my life while I was with the other person that I was fucking out of, couldn't stand. So you don't know how it's going to hit. It's everybody's story. I know, and that's why the point of what I just said was that that was the reason why. Ah, I yeah, you. didn't follow the storyline story, yeah. because it hit home for me. Right. So I'm not saying that the world shouldn't have followed it you. because of me. Right. Because of how I felt. I'm saying that's why I personally never tapped into any information in reference to their relationship because of that. That's uh, that was I an I you. statement. No, no, not no, a no, right. everyone should follow statement. Right. <laughs> but the point is, the point is I I, I um I just wanted to show this example of appearance, and I thought I wanted to see how what your what you thought about these two clips. Okay. Well, you know the first one. All right. Here we go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. feel about like hearing that statement how do you feel about what's that make you think uh um oh first of all when he said a lot of guys are not um built to uh be with um strong women i think that that is a very very true um, I think that uh, prepared, which is prepared, more, yeah. built, prepared, built, prepared, yeah. 
um, foundation set, whatever the case is. And I think that is very true because I feel like um, uh, the narrative of, um, I think there is a time where it's okay or a, a, a fad almost to be like, oh, yeah, I listen to my wife. But the reality is, is that even with us, a lot of our um, issues are always about um, my strength mm-hmm. and about somehow, mm-hmm. somehow my um, my abilities coming off as a my abilities offending a piece of you that believes that I shouldn't know or speak on or 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 even um lead a certain area in our life and mm. i feel like um uh it's not even prepare uh, uh, i don't think it's a way to even prepare for it okay. i think that you have to um you have to work your way through it right um because because the world tells you so much that uh the man is the head and um, you know, submission, submission, submission on the woman's end, mm-hmm. but it does not emphasize submission on the man's end and how when both are submitting to one another, That's what it, says. it it creates a dynamic that alleviates a lot of um, arguments that are solely based off of gender, yeah. not knowledge. Mm-hmm. Just gender. And that's because man wrote the Bible. Yeah. And, uh, most of those um, religious de facto's. <clears throat> I, I I think uh I, I, I when I when I when I heard listen to this um podcast, this this episode, um with uh it really made it, it hit home with a lot of things with, with me. Mm-hmm. And and like you said, some of the arguments that we actually have. So some of the arguments that we have are, are based off, you know, though I'm such a free spirit. <laughs> I'm such a free spirit. At the same time, I'm so fucking OCD. Yeah. And I don't even know if I want to refer to it as OCD because OCD mm-hmm. is technically something that's out of somebody's control. Right. I, I feel like you're, yeah, just, you're controlling. just controlling. <laughs> so I, right. So I yeah. say that and, and I, I'm glad you caught that because the O C O quote unquote. I don't think I'm O C D like Yeah, not you're not. Like, you're not really like that. Yeah, I'm just I just like things a particular mm-hmm. way. So that is mm-hmm. a form of self control. Mm-hmm. Controlling it's it is con- it's I I like my environment a certain mm-hmm. way, which is control. Mm-hmm. So with that, it's it's not necessarily wanting you to submit. It's mm-hmm. wanting you to be a part of my world. Yes. Like yes. if you're in my world, yes, this is how you need to fit. Yeah. What that does, though, mm-hmm. is you're a fucking genius in your own right. Mm-hmm. So like when we read that book. What was the book? Um, mm-hmm. With the goldfish, the book with the goldfish, the blue book with the goldfish. Um, the guy. Uh, um, Big Leap. Big Leap. So that was really scary. Yeah, that was scary. It was the way that she was like. 
I was like, what in the world? What is happening? Why did you just slap yourself like that? That was my hand. I clapped. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead. (laughs) Fuck my whole train of thought up. The big leap. Big leap. Mm -hmm. Why was I talking about the big leap? I don't know. You was about to get into it. I really was into it. And you fucked it up with my clap. That's the control. Oh, that's what we was talking about. Fit into my world. But you're your genius in your own right. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, that's why I bought a big leap up, because it's about operating in your own genius. Mm-hmm. And you operating your genius and I operate my genius. That's what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. He was talking about she's her own boss, I'm her own boss. Mm-hmm. She has her accountants, I have my accountants. Mm-hmm. You got your account, I got my account, we ain't got accountants. Right, 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 right. Yes. Not yet. Yes, yeah, yes. exactly. Not yet. But what I'm mm-hmm. saying is It is hard for a man to be this equal. Mm-hmm. And that's why so many men are mad. Mm-hmm. Because when you meet your equal, sometimes you have to be like, damn, I got to I gotta be a part of this world. <laughs> <laughs> is that submission, nigga? Do I got to submit, motherfucker? This is the first time I've no. ever heard no, you no. say out loud, Oh, first of all, it's the first time I ever heard you admit that I might have another world. One. One. Everything's not in my motherfucking world. This is the first time that I even heard you say with that on top of it, oh, I might have to be a part of your world. I've never heard. It's almost like you made it gave me a corner or a plot of land <laughs> in a your parcel. world. You got a parcel. Yeah, like, I, you know, I maybe had Asia or something yeah. like that. <laughs> but as far as you actually saying, like... I mean, you got the biggest continent. I have a, what the fuck is wrong with you? But you have the whole world. The oceans. You have Africa. Asia is not bigger than Africa. But you said Asia, so I was going to... You said the biggest continent. I said the biggest continent. Which is not true. Oh, yeah. Africa's definitely the biggest yeah. continent. So that was, yeah. So again. So you said you wanted Asia, though. I got Africa, America, no, but that wasn't a South point. America, Antarctica. What the fuck is going on in Antarctica? <laughs> My world. <laughs> You're not going to. <laughs> If y'all knew the inside joke behind this one. <laughs> oh, no, I know she wish she had a Tommy gun. <laughs> oh, wow. He's just over here going off, huh? Go ahead. I'm in my own world. I, obviously. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm sorry. How does that make you feel? You said it's the first time that I've ever said that. Well, um, being as though you just went into an immediate, uh, let me pull me pull you back into my world yeah. and redirect the conversation. Yeah, it just shows. I was trying to avoid some heavy shit. Yeah, it just it just shows the so get back the narrative then. that consistently happens where um, if you don't feel like you're in control, yeah, you say things in order to stir the conversation. 
into something that you can control. And well, that was evident in what joke, you just did. Or a joke or something. Yeah, like, that, was, that was evident boom. in what you just did. Yeah, I killed myself on that one. Mm-hmm. But you know, sometimes I do that and I don't realize I do that. That was This is like for real, for real, mm-hmm. in real time type therapy shit. <laughs> Should have gone. <laughs> this is, I was like, wow. This is real time type therapy uh, shit. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, like, um, I think that uh, it's hard dealing with, um, it, it's, um, I, I appreciate him saying that, yeah. especially in his day and age of um, Kevin Samuels. Um, it's really hard to um, be not, not, uh, not, not a boss, like a woman, but it's very hard to be a, um, a woman who understands um, her her vision, her flow, her life, um, what she wants without it threatening the male ego. It's um it's sad because I don't think I know for me, mm-hmm. I'm not trying to threaten you right. by just by saying that I have an, another thought or right. another vision. And for some reason it seems to come off that way and it um yeah. it gets it gets it's it's weird, but it's, I was happy to hear him say that. Yeah, it's not a threat to me per se. Like I'm, I'm not. It's not a threat, even though it's hard to deal with sometimes. Like, and it's only hard to deal with because it's it's almost like um, unlearning and relearning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's now, why I was saying like it's yeah. not something that you really could prepare for because you grow up your whole life being taught one thing. Yeah. So then when you actually um, approach someone who it's not necessarily a superwoman either because it's a different superwoman. Because it's a different superwoman is the one that's at home doing all that shit and she ain't never fucking happy. That's why niggas ain't getting no pussy. Cause she's no, 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 I I don't agree with that at all. I feel like a Mm -hmm. superwoman, unfortunately I will look at, um, Janet as a superwoman. I will look at, yeah, a lot of single moms as superwomen, people who didn't have, don't have a choice to be all the things, do all the things because of the circumstances in their life. And it's that, in that expectation, sometimes when you grow up with a woman like that in your life, My like mama, you did, yeah. who was a superwoman, you then expect that level of, um, mm. of that level of, I don't have to be a part of this because you should, you should have it. Like this is, you should, you also, you also, it also gives you, you have higher expectations Yes. for women yes. that are just like, yes, yo, yes, you're not a, fu- what yes. the fuck you mean? Like, yes. Do you not? And yeah, that calls, that's true. That calls, that's exactly that, what I was saying. That's caused a lot of problems with a lot of relationships mm-hmm. with women mm-hmm. for me. Mm-hmm. You know, fuck, have you not seen my fucking mother mm-hmm. did? And it was by choice. No, nah, it wasn't my choice. She had to. That's what I'm. I, I, that's. I'm, I'm sorry. She had no choice. I'm sorry, choice. not choice. She. She. Like you just said, she had to. Yeah, exactly. It was. it was a choice. Not my choice. I. Mean, I miss. I miss. So what I have. What I. What I did learn from the way I grew up. Mm-hmm. Though, I always wanted to give any woman that I decide to be like, "You're my woman. You're my lady." I always wanted to give her a choice of what she wanted to be. Because my mother didn't have a choice. 
She had to based off the actions of her circumstances. My, you, not you, I'm just saying, I have always, I have always wanted to have someone that has the ability to be like a superwoman. And if you can provide the atmosphere, it's no fucking shit. She might fucking surpass you. To be honest. But. Yeah, so that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. Like, I don't want to be a superwoman. Exactly. Like, I don't want to. Um, I honestly don't um, care to be a Proverbs. What is the, the number? <laughs> Proverbs 31. I was exhausted yeah. by all those things that that woman did. Yeah. I was like, ugh. So what, what? Was, so what are you, what, what do you I say? want a partnership. Oh, I yeah. want a partnership. Oh, I agree. I That's what I want. I partnership don't, is easier on the I, fucking man. I want a partnership. So here's the thing. I want to, okay. I want to, if you know that I'm out late with a client mm-hmm. and you like, all right, babe, I got dinner. Or if you're out late with a client, all right, babe, I got dinner. Or, okay, like the other day. I started the laundry and then I was like, by the end of the day, I was like, Oh, can you put those last loads in like right. stuff like that? It's, it was a partnership, not, well, that's not you, a, you had, yeah, yeah. It worked out that day because you had to do some work late. Yeah. And it's times where I'll be like, okay, shit. Uh, I gotta, I, if I gotta go to culture coffee mm-hmm. and the girls might gotta be as young as y'all. Mm-hmm. It's like, shit. Okay. I got to go to Coach Coffee. It's cool mm-hmm. with them. Uh, after I'm finished with that, we'll pick them up. Okay, then I'll take you home. I'm not going to yeah, pick them up. Yeah, it's a partnership. Take them home, and then you might got to go somewhere else and do something. Yeah. I'm not going to not yeah. cook and make sure Or you're not going to not worry about where your daughters are because you're like, huh, that's the woman's job. Yeah, that shit is dumb. Yeah, so I, I want a, a partnership. I want to lighten the load for the both of us. That's what this is supposed no, to no, be no. about. And that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So what I appreciate about you, you may say you're not, I don't want to be a superwoman. Mm-hmm. Nah, but what you do is you lighten my fucking load. Mm-hmm. I know. You lighten my fucking load. I'm trying to get out of superwoman, y'all. <laughs> really am. Nah, but, but, but. <laughs> I'm trying to get into partnership. <laughs> yeah, but. but <laughs> Oh, you hold my hand now. <laughs> I'm you trying, you trying to get a shit, You trying to get a partnership. I'm bringing shit to the table, motherfucker. This is a partnership. Golly. You put a lot of sweat equity in, haven't Nigga, beyond. <laughs> and investments. Beyond. And fucking operations. Nigga, I'm just trying to get to like a partnership, like for real. Like, <laughs> like I, I, it's just... No, for real, it's it's just it makes life easier, and um, I'm all about uh, you know, um, just individual growth. Right, is um hard enough. Yeah, I should not be complicating your life. Yeah, and you should not be complicating my life. I agree. We are supposed to be providing a safe space for each other. We and got. we're supposed to be providing um, relief for each other. 
And if that is not happening, essentially, we're someone's a dependent. Yeah, and I don't want a dependent. Yeah. That's what these niggas want. Yeah. <laughs> I want an yeah. asset. Yeah. And you got a nice set of ass, too. I want an asset, motherfucker. I don't want a liability. That's the difference between me and most of these motherfuckers. Listen, Kevin Samuels is talking you niggas into liabilities. Hey. <laughs> wow. We're trying to talk you into assets. Whoa. The nigga died with a liability. Whoa. That's what liabilities get you. Whoa. Nigga, go get you some fucking assets. Ooh. Man the fuck up, my nigga. That was a lot. I'm a simp for saying that. I like that. I'm a simp, and I'm that telling you. That was a good you, statement. Not a simp, but I'm telling you, man the fuck up and get yourself a partner and Ooh. not a liability. Let the liabilities grow up with their partners. Next clip. Don't keep having bills either because yeah, bitches is bills. I have a few fucking bills. <laughs> bitches is bills. Oh God, these bitches is bills. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Uh, you know who the fuck you are. You know who the fuck you are. <laughs> I see you. Not washing, but washing. <laughs> uh, I never thought I would have that. I, you know, you know, you know. Uh, re- real quick, I never thought I would experience a time, um, in which people would peek into my life mm-hmm. and um, just well, people would peek into my life. I've never thought, like, I never understood the whole, like, you know, um, the haters. I was like, why would people be hating on you? Like, oh, I don't yeah. I don't understand, like, if you're a good person, why would people be hating? And I'm like, now I'm understanding, like, um, I guess situations. Yeah, all situations are kind situations of Situations that, um unknowingly cause people to secretly peer into your life. Like this is an open platform. Like we're on, on um, YouTube, we're on Instagram, we're openly on things, but yet there's still so many people looking through blinds and the door is wide open. That's why I appreciate it. That's why I did it. That's why I wanted to do it. Cause especially with us getting back together, I, you know, I don't give a fuck. I already know people are going to talk. I don't care what you're going to talk about. As a matter of fact, hey, gonna, are you not entertained? <laughs> I'm not doing that. Not. I just, I, I, I'm just surprised. Like, now I see how um, unwillingly you can be involved in stuff that has nothing really, like, it don't even have anything to do with me. However, there's like, People peering through blinds. So, I don't know. It's just weird. And I just never thought I would be a part of something like that. So, um, I see how it happens. But I don't want to ever, like, be on Instagram being like, let your haters be your motivators. (laughs) The next clip, though. (laughs) It's them people. Let your haters be your motivator, ass niggas. <laughs> and the other niggas I can't stand is that you got a business. Oh, but you don't support your fucking... Like, I don't want to support you now. I don't, because you keep saying that shit. 
Say you got a whole bunch of support. Hold on, wait. Uh, okay, go ahead again. Uh-huh. Oh, hold on, let me go contact. back. Okay, hold on. Let me go back. You ain't ask me why I picked this one. All right, my bad. I'm sorry. I'm stopped sharing. You're talking about I'm moving fast. Oh, my bad. Okay, I'm I'm glad back. this is the long clip, but I got to go. <laughs> I'm back. All right, so this clip I picked because, mm-hmm. personally, mm-hmm. I really... My number one love language is words of affirmation. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah, you know it is. Too. Okay, we'll do some affirming after this. Okay. Some what? Affirming. Yeah, affirm the shit out of me while you're touching me. Oh my God. Speaking of affirmation, the other day. <laughs> so, speaking of the Blame Corps, we were uh, showing our daughters the clip from the band core of Daniel singing to me oh, yeah. forever my lady so the girls was like go ahead dad you doing the damn thing you doing and this nigga yelled he said keep on sizing me size no, me size me size me ain't fucking right size me nigga hell yeah keep talking that shit while I pop my shit <laughs> size me that's right I'll say it again. Me and the girls was like, are, are you encouraging us to That's, you? Yeah, okay. Now this is this is this is this is this is So me. you were obviously the little kid that when your mom said come and put put on a performance and when they started cheering, you was the one that was like, I'm gonna go harder. You. I, was, I was Bobby Brown. I was Bobby Brown with the gumby like shit. Sice me every little step I take. <laughs> Singing my little heart out back then. Yes. Whole dance move. Oh me, Devin, and Marcus was three the hard way. Hilarious. Grown men yes. now, but we had a whole group called Three the Hard Way. Hilarious. And we used to fucking every Thanksgiving. Fuck, you couldn't tell me nothing. Hilarious. So yeah, I was that kid. Okay. But I also was the football kid that you get hype off that sights in each other. So yeah, so this clip was about affirmations and um I'm about to go. Oh well, all right now. I am cutting the clip on. I close the door. Somebody might 
have my freaking anything to the highest, mm-hmm. most outrageous possible outcome. And I never was like that. I always kind of, you know, I think it happens to a lot of us, but I always grew up. It was me, my mother that raised me. She always struggled a lot. She had to no, work so I'll many hours yeah. just to make us make it I'll happen for us. Anytime no I started to get anything, I mm-hmm. felt like if I didn't save it, I would lose it. I definitely was operating from a place of like lack because that's what I was used to trying to prepare yeah. for. Expecting the best thing to happen, I never thought like that before. So now I actually That's look at things in a mm-hmm. different lens. I can expect the best version of that to happen and actually walk like that. That's what he does, and that's why he's the most ultimate manifesto, which is why he can bring anything to life and bring it into fruition. Because that's how he works. That's how he walks. So that I would be. That's the million trillion. Oh, let's stop here. Let's stop it. No, you gotta hear what. No, this. I'm gonna stop here, and then we're gonna pick back up on his part. We're gonna address what uh, Alicia said, okay? And then we're gonna pick back up on his part. Ah, uh, yeah, I got you. We'll break it up. All right. Okay. So, um, affirmations. Yeah. So go ahead. You said you uh, did. You hear her affirm him. Mm-hmm. What did you? What did you? What did you hear from that? Um, what I heard from, what I heard from that is that, um, it is, um, similar to, uh, it's similar to where, uh, it's similar to, um, how I, uh, definitely feel like you operate. where you uh, operate with uh, a lot of, uh, with the knowing that things are going to work out. Um, Not the knowing that things are going to work out, because that's not what that is, really. Because uh, it, it's so, you're, you're just, you're interested in the fact of um, how, how you know what you want and you go into situations expecting things to always go your exact way, yeah. which is different than knowing everything is going to work out. Yeah. Because, um, if you couple the, the, um, knowing things are going to go, uh, the way that you, you want, or knowing what you want mm-hmm. and and actually remove uh, I think an air of the anxiety that that you experience it might actually be um more of a pleasant experience if it if um if the knowing was uh met with more uh positivity <clears throat> um and I think that um what 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 I heard too is uh, I also agree that I've learned from you um, expect being being expecting of my outcome, 
Um, but because I'm a, I'm, but, but I feel like, um, putting that with how I operate, which is that I know everything is going to work out. Right. And then also being expecting of thing, uh, expecting of, so I think that's what I lack. Okay. So I knew things were going to work out. Like I knew everything was going to be total okay. Faith. So I knew I know things are going to be okay. You're like the Bible parable when they talk about the bird. There's a yeah. bird. Like, like you like I don't know how it's going to happen but I'm going to be But good. I'm not even that either. And the reason why I'm not that bird is because the bird had a plan. And I never had I never had plans. You just knew. And that's what I got that's what I got from you is that you have a plan. See, I would have died as the bird or suffered as the bird if I didn't understand the plan of how to operate in the spring right. versus the winter. Right. Oh yeah, adaptable. See, I was, adaptable. I was I was almost I was the bird that might have left winter too left in winter too late versus knowing planning that I knew in September I should be going south. I was the bird that was like, oh, it's November. Now I got to figure it out. But the thing about you, though, is when there's a plan in place, you operate. Cause, so I might have the plan. Mm -hmm. And I can see, like, oh, shit, that's winter's coming. Mm -hmm. So we might want to do this, that, 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 that. But when it comes to doing the work for that plan, it'd be like, I don't really feel like doing this shit today. I got like mm -hmm. three more months to stock up this shit. So that's what I'm saying. So that's where, um, that's that that actually is part of the hindrance in our relationship, and that's why I feel like we we both. Um, I feel like what I'm. The reason why I feel like that's a hindrance in our relationship is because yes, you do know there's a plan, and you don't want to do the work. Yeah, uh, I am like. Oh, when it's time to move, I'll move. Why do we need a plan? So therefore, we're both operating in this space in the three months of not doing nothing. And then our back is against the wall. And then we Boom. have to fight our way out. Right. Or we, or I'm sorry, you want to fight your way out. And I'm like, Okay, we'll be all right. We'll be okay. I'm sure. <laughs> we better than we were last right season. now. Right. Yeah. But right now, I think I'm moving into a space of adapting your thought process of, yes, this is the plan, and I expect my plan to work out. And also knowing the feeling of knowing it's going to work out and not having the anxiety if behind it. Have, and for me, it's like, okay, I know it's going to work out because now that the plan's there, the work follows. Right. So now we work together. And, and that's the partnership. Yeah. That's kind of like what yeah. the fuck we was just talking about. Yeah. It's, 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 um, I, I, a lot of, a lot of men, okay, women today, the quote unquote modern day woman, this is what's happening. And I, uh, my opinion, my humble fucking opinion, I'm nobody, but in my opinion, what's happening is, um, there have been, we have 90s babies growing up right now, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. 90s babies 
uh, um, 80s babies, like our parents were crackheads. Our parents fucked with drugs and discos and they partied and bullshit. Mm-hmm. 90s babies were born from the, uh, a lot of the motherfuckers that were selling the dope. A lot of the motherfuckers that are locked up. A lot of their fathers have been killed. A lot of their fathers were super thugs. And they're gone. So now these kids grew up without fathers. These kids are hard. They're tough. What these kids saw, especially the girls, is their mothers have to fucking raise their kids alone. Mm -hmm. They never wanted to be their mothers and their aunts. Mm -hmm. So now these little girls is like, shit, I seen my mother crying for this nigga putting money on this nigga books for 20 years and all that crazy ass shit. I ain't doing that shit, bitch. Fuck that. These bitches is like, I'm going to be independent Mm -hmm. and I'm going to have my own money Mm -hmm. because I saw my mother struggle having to rely on a man. What we don't understand is we are really living in the repercussions of fucking shit that was done to us. Our woman and our man is not our enemy. Mm -hmm. And that's the fucking sad part in this shit. Mm -hmm. We're not even understanding that we're not each other's enemy. Mm -hmm. This shit was purposely done to us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And these, this is this time is the offspring of that shit. Mm-hmm. So I wouldn't put no fucking fuel on the fire. I want to pick the women up. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell these young girls that wear the lashes and because all they know is I got to look good and they're going to take care of me. Because the least nigga going to do is give me some money. Because mm-hmm. I know my mother wasn't getting that shit. Mm-hmm. They acting out. Got to see it for what the fuck it is, mm-hmm. and and when you see it for what it is, like Farrakhan say, man, you have to love your people and understand that they don't even know where they are. You got to love them where they are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I can't stand what's happening with all these black men attacking these young black fucking women mm-hmm. I can't stand it mm-hmm. because as a man I gotta look in the fucking mirror and God gave me two daughters and I be goddamn if my two little geniuses be out here with some fucked up ass nigga mm-hmm. they deserve a partnership because whoever gets them is gonna get what I instilled in them yeah and I think the um important thing to do is uh actually show it and That's not it. just show, um, not just show a partnership. Um, I think the the most important thing is to show the partnership behind the closed doors, right? Because um, everybody look good in public, and I think that um, that's right. that's what uh, um, Will Smith and Jada Pinkett suffer from is uh, looking good in public, but a lot of shit behind closed doors is not um, what it appears. Um, I sometimes empathize a little with Jada, um, because (sighs) I can understand how there could be a frustration with seeing someone appear perfect to the world, Mm -hmm. but when you're home, they're not. They're not who they are to the world. And I can see how at times um, with you trying to share your truth, it comes off as um, uh, an insult to your man. 
But um, Will Smith, I think, has always been an actor his whole life. His whole life, he was so forced to be an actor. And um, I think that uh, there was an environment that was created that was safe. And not only safe, but more so when you um, have to be on with anybody for, for life, mm-hmm. you see who the person is. Yeah. You see all you, of them. You see all of them. And um and I think that uh with seeing all of someone, you have to determine um what you are able to accept and what you're not able to accept. And I feel like um in uh in in that situation, like it's like um uh they they it's just so much going on with with that dynamic. But going back to um what you were what you were saying is that um I think beyond the conversation happening here mm-hmm. on a platform like this is more important um for it to reflect outside of this time frame. Right. Because yeah. if it doesn't if the if the if the if 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 what you're saying as a partnership and um um not liking the Kevin Samuels narrative, if it doesn't play out in your everyday life, it's almost like you're doubly confusing the generation and yeah. the generation after that because they're like, Oh, so this is a group of um this is another generation that's that says one thing but does another. And I feel like in empathy for our generation, we are understanding that our, there are things that need to be adjusted individually in relationships. And it's easier to say what you want to do or what you're trying to do, and it's very hard to do it. And it's no different than saying, well, Monday I'm starting this diet. I ain't bullshitting. Three weeks, I'm going hard, blah, 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 blah. Then when Monday happened, you good. Good. Then Wednesday happened, you like, I mean, but what is it? Do I got to do three weeks? I did three days. I did three days. So I think um, once we, uh, we are unfortunately the generation, our generation, mm. unfortunately, is the generation that is trying to see what it looks like to be in partnership. And it's so much struggle with figuring that out because we are undoing so many years of um, of another way and another thought. And um, the women are fighting against it. The um some men like you are willing to adapt it, but also fighting based off of what you were taught. So we're just in this kind of like tug, tug of war. war, trying to figure out when the uh, other person is on your side, when they're not, and it's so rough. It's so, it's so fucking hard. And honestly, just now speaking this out, maybe understand where we are. And provide empathy in our relationship. 
as to what we're both fighting against. We're fighting against years and years and years of trauma. Yeah. Yeah. And it's um it's rough. Generations. It's hard being a um it's hard being a a changer. It's hard being um a person who's willing to make a change. You know, we talked to uh the Roscoe's. Kendra and um, Antoine. Kendra and Antoine, uh, and that episode should come up soon. It's up next. Oh, it's up next. Oh no 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 no! Uh, Jerome and Kiki's up next. Jerome and Kiki's up next, and then we got, but but they're she they're therapists, right? Mm-hmm. And she said that <clears throat> she said that the hundreds of years of trauma that we experienced. Off of uh, the hundreds of years of trauma that we experienced, we're still unpacking and undoing. Oh my god! Like even they brought that up in the Blam Core too. Yeah. Remember when they were saying that, you know, the men were like the bulls who yeah. were brought around. The stronger men yeah. were brought around to the different plantations in oh, order yeah. to impregnate. Yeah. The yeah. women in these different plantations, and, and we were and, not. It was illegal for us to marry. That's well, no, what no, they no, said. no, no, no. The the main thing that I, this is the main point I took from this mm-hmm. was that it was ingrained in men that you you were supposed to impregnate, 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 yeah, and then you walk I'll, away. Niggas love to fuck. We love to fuck. I love to fuck. I ain't gonna sit against. And so like, I ain't one. I so, love to fuck. So. But it's like, I'm following you. It's conditioned. Yeah. I'm following you. you no, nah, it wasn't about the fucking. It I'm was more that so the indi- about the, uh, the, yeah, the indirect, the the, yeah, the breeding. What I'm saying is that shit is in your DNA. Yeah. You're still, we're still looked at as that, that nigga. We're still looked at as bucks. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm not. I wasn't cutting you off and saying you. Was I didn't wrong. say you was cutting me off. What I was saying was that is still a lot of this shit is subconscious. Mm-hmm. This is we've been enslaved in this country longer than we were free. You can't imagine what the psyche that's mm-hmm. in our DNA right now. Mm-hmm. We don't even think in the same language we originally had. Mm-hmm. I definitely am thinking in English. <laughs> <laughs> You know what the fuck I mean, man. I'm definitely thinking in English. You were not. There's not another language happening in my head. <laughs> it's not. It's really not. That's my point. <laughs> Case in point. We were not English. We are not Englishmen. We're not Englishmen. We weren't born in Great Britain. Most of us come from West Africa, and we probably spoke some shit, and we didn't speak French either. For all you. Motherfuckers, that African people that think you better than a nigga because you speak French. Ooh, shouldn't have said that out loud. Let's go to the rest of the clip. Go to the rest of the clip. Please edit that out. <laughs> yeah, but so they affirm each other. And I really appreciate. <laughs> Just like 
just just somebody say you the best, but somebody say your show is, is amazing. Somebody say that you the this, you the that. We we run away from all of these things that we work so hard for. She also taught me taught me the importance of being very philanthropic. <laughs> philanthropic. <laughs> yeah. And she gave me the change Yeah, shout out to um Gillian Wallow. I, I honestly feel like when I know that um I, I remember this uh interview and um I I I actually felt like the rest of what he said was more important. I know I cut it. It was it was already long and shit. Yeah, that. What you feel like I missed? The gratefulness. Of course you did. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> of course you did. Expound. Um. Uh, what he was saying was, um, and I get it because I, I I live with a person like this, and um, sometimes. In order to have that edge, you were taught, you were taught compete and win. Like literally through football, compete and win, which means in order to compete and win, there is opposition. And there mm. is a challenge always ahead of you. Okay. And something that you have to overcome. I think that um, what I've been trying to implement on my end, while you were trying to get me to believe that there was more, and I'm thankful to learn that there was more, I feel like I've been trying to teach gratefulness. Like, Uh, you don't have to hate where you are in order to elevate to another space. You know know what's crazy? I'm going to be honest with you, right? And this is um when I've never thought about it like this. You said football. Mm-hmm. Victory. Shout out to Mr. Victory Enough and then Victory Apparel. We all we got. But victory. When you're playing sports, mm-hmm. I know this is like <laughs> it was supposed to be a joke on the movie. If you're not first, you're last. Mm-hmm. Like on Ricky Bobby type shit. Mm-hmm. You ain't first, you're last. Mm-hmm. And then his father was like, I just said that shit one day when I was drunk. Mm-hmm. He lived my whole life off that shit. Mm-hmm. My whole life, I have thought, if you don't win, then you just, you ain't shit. Mm-hmm. But what if you're just supposed to do what you're supposed to do and just stay in your own fucking lane? And you know what? It, I don't think it's an issue of winning. I like, know, but the the, the, the athlete, the athlete in me you've tells me you created your opposition. present life, mm-hmm. an opposition to your future life. Yeah, so and I'm like so battling with myself. You're, yes, I'm battling my present <laughs> self because I know yes. I see it. I see where I'm at. Yes, you supposed to be in. So the, you are mad. So you are literally on the football field with present. And future. And, and all I can look at is the future. Like, And it shouldn't be that but you, way. But don't you see the future, though? 
I do, but I don't have to fight the present to see the future. I know, but see me, I'm, I'm telling you, this is today, I, today years old type uh-huh. shit. Today years old. Mm-hmm. And I'm telling you, like, this conversation right here, I'm always in the future. Yeah. I know what the fuck's going to happen. Yeah. It's, this shit's going to happen. Nobody can stop me but me. Like, if that's, oh, what we going to do? All we got to do is what? <laughs> we need what to do that? In the midst of all that, I'm like, that's the panic. That's the anxiety. That's the, I'm going to get there. I got to make this shit happen right the fuck now. It's going to happen. It's going to do it. Da, 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 da. <laughs> no, it was just my alarm for my Tylenol. I know. I didn't want to say that. Oh, I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Had to set an alarm. I realized the last couple of cycles, I kept forgetting when I was taking my medicine. And I didn't want <laughs> to, one, start cramping, and two, like, feel woozy because I done took the medicine too soon. So I set an alarm to remind me. Too woozy. You been just drinking whiskey. You're not supposed to take time on whiskey at the same time. Oh. <laughs> Shrug shoulders. Oh. <laughs> I love okay. the fuck out you, man. I love this okay. shit out you. You the realest motherfucker I ever had in my life. I'm talking about nobody, man, woman. Adult, child, family, blood, mother, father, sister, brother. You the realest nigga I ever met in my motherfucking life. Sometimes he loves it and sometimes he hates I it. I hate the realness sometimes. Tomorrow I'll be like, bitch, you too fucking real. Mm-hmm. Why you gotta always tell the fucking truth? But a queen is just that. A queen is just that. A partner. As I sit on my throne, you should sit on your throne right beside me. And I tell you what, I appreciate having a queen in my life. It's not a challenge to me. It's an asset. Eh. It's an asset. I think I've made reference to this before too about kingdoms, kings and queens. Oh yeah, that's why you don't like being called queen. I, I'm not ruling no, over nobody, yeah. and I'm not fighting for um, territory. A territory. So um, I, I, space I don't. You at? I don't. I don't want to be called a queen. A queen. I don't have a kingdom to the. I, I, I'm not. I'm not for that. I just. I, I, I'm just not for that. I that's because you're smart it. and you understand what king and queen actually. Yeah, is. that's a lot of. How about how you feel about God? Um, when people say I'm a God. Um. It's almost the same because you're because. You're, if you are a god, who's mm-hmm. worshiping you? People. Mm-hmm. So if you're a king, who is serving you? People. Yeah, so it, it's a similar feeling with that. And I just think that all of us should be, um, you know, governing ourselves. I don't want to be in control or, or of no one but me. So... Um, if my kingdom is within, then I'm good with that. I'm good with the kingdom within, but um, I'm not trying to rule over nothing or nobody but my fucking self. And I think that's what the shift is, going back to the first clip that Swiss Beast and them said where they um, 
operate as a union, but also separately what I have begun to do in this relationship yeah. as a relate is to um, worry about more about myself, but not in a way that is so like, not in a way that's like, fuck you, but in a way of like, I am so consumed with trying to figure out what the fuck, Trying to convince myself to be better. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't gonna tell me what the fuck I'm I don't have doing time or not doing. To be worried about what the fuck is this nigga doing or not doing? I don't have time. But I and every time I yeah. feel like I'm feeling like fuck this nigga doing, I'm like, did you sure you ain't got nothing else to be thinking about for yourself? You, no, you sure? It's so peaceful. No, it's not. Because <laughs> <laughs> now it's this uh, nigga like, ain't nobody asking me no questions. <laughs> you ain't checking for me. But you don't care about me. Bitch, what you doing? Yeah. What you doing? You don't give a fuck about what I'm doing. You must be yeah. That motherfucker <laughs> devil a motherfucker, boy. That goddamn. Woo. Uh, so now we're going through that transition. Ugh. Life is nothing much. Transition. Yeah, because it'll be another one. It'll be another one. I mean, we just went through the motherfucker. We just got finished some other shit. Like, there'll be some more. I don't even know what you're talking about. You said it on the last episode. Go look at it. <laughs> And this has been another episode of Divine Purple Podcast. I am your gracious co-host, Daniel Myers. And this is the love of my money. I'll speak for myself. Because you definitely flow with all over your uh, accomplishments. Graciousness. <laughs> We out this bitch. <laughs> Peace, niggas. <laughs> Namaste. <laughs> Can I have a kiss? I haven't had a kiss in two.